Okay. Hey there, this is Andrew. Let's let's talk about some Unchained. So, I'm going to show you a deck. Uh, this is not. This is actually the first Unchained deck that I opened. It is not the first Unchained deck that I played, and I'll I'll explain why at the end after I show you the deck. I'm pretty excited about it. I like it. It's not great. It's not like Z's, you know, go 23 and 3 or whatever. Unchained deck. That that one seems amazing. Uh, but it's good. It's solid. And it's fun. So I'm going to show you that. And, you know, Unchained decks are not necessarily going to be good. Don't expect them to be good. Some of them will be super bad. Like, easily reversal quality. Randomness is spiky, and I think that's one thing I want to point out about this deck. Is it possible that there's something weird going on? Always, definitely. It's not... The way that these decks are generated is not pure random. It is pseudo-random. There are rules and etc. But, in general, randomness is spiky. That's why you get, you know, one... Well, anyway, randomness is spiky, so it's not shocking that you get, say, a display that has all Brobnar decks, for example. Some things stretch credulity, but anyway, randomness is spiky, so that's what we're going to see here. And like I said, this is my first Unchained deck, and, uh, and I was pretty stoked about what's in it. You'll see. So, not all unch and and I'll also talk about the unchained cards, the lists at the end too. The lists, my story about the deck. You'll get it all. Okay. So, uh, not all unchained decks have a token creature, but I expect the rule is if they have a card that generates tokens, then they get a token creature. So this one's Grunt. Grunt is actually surprisingly good. Three power, Martian Soldier. Seems kind of bland, but when you compare it, or when you pair it with certain Martian cards, it's actually quite good. So, uh, seems fun. So that's Grunt. Phosphorus Stars. Uh, yeah, play, stun, each non-Mars creature, gain two chains. I don't think this is great, but Maybe it's better uh, against Winds of Exchange because they're, they're going to have some nasty big boards and that, that could be very effective, assuming they don't have a Mars token creature. Chuff Ape is an 11 power beast. Now, of course, the thing about Unchained is rarity is, is much more elastic, so... Like, Phosphor Stars is a common, Chuff Ape is a rare, no biggie. Um, they're both from Coda, so they're marked as such on the bottom. Oh, that is not showing up well, but on the bottom of the card here shows the Coda icon. Biomatrix backup. Oh, so Chuff Ape, by the way, not bad. 11 power taunt, enters play stunt. That's actually great. After fight and after reap, you may destroy another friendly creature if you do fully heal Chuff Ape. Okay. Probably not going to go to that many turns, but it's fine. Biomatrix backup. Upgrade with an amber. 
gives a creature destroyed, put this creature into its owner's archives. That's fun. I love Brainstem Antenna. Brainstem Antenna is an upgrade that says this creature gains for the, uh, after you play a Mars creature. Ready this creature, and for the remainder of the turn, it belongs to House Mars. All right, we got a Maverick Nexus in Mars. Maverick's much more likely to happen in Unchained. Rules are super relaxed. So we get this. Brainstem Antenna, by the way, also a rare. So we got this Maverick, three power cyborg thief, elusive, after reap, use an enemy artifact as if it were yours. Very nice. Skybooster Squadron, four power Martian soldier, after reap, return Skybooster Squadron to your hand. That's from AOA. All right, we got a Maverick, the Archivist. So here I'll pause and I'll tell you my story. So I went to sleeve this because I thought it's unchained. This is so cool. I want to sleeve it. The poor Archivist, I, I, I get to the end of sleeving and I realize uh, I have too many sleeves left over at the end. I better count this deck. Missing cards. Okay. I better look into that a little more. Yeah, missing this guy. This is a terrible card in this deck. It's not good. The Archivist is not good in this deck, but it was missing. That makes it not a legal deck ever. So I went to the booth. I said, hey, I'm missing a card. They said, yeah, a couple other people had that problem too. I'm sure, you know, they're working out bugs. They're going to fix that in their full production run. But missing a card. Okay, that's that's not great. Cool. Let's go ahead and uh, they just gave me a new deck. Took took this one back. I said, and you'll see later, but I said, ah, I'm pretty excited about that deck. Is there any way I can keep it? They said, well, if somebody turns in the card, you can have it back. And somebody did. Um, yeah, somebody found the card and returned it to HQ and... Uh, uh, they posted about it in Discord, so uh, somebody tagged me uh, in that conversation, let me know, and I went back and I picked up the deck and uh, had this deck that I'm really excited about. So anyway, so the Archivist will always be, this Mars Archivist will always be a special card for that reason. Um, I wish I would have gotten this in a Mars, like, Archive Your Opponent's Creatures deck, and this deck just doesn't have that, so... Um, so it ends up not being good, but, um, but I could imagine having the archivist with, uh, a lot of Mars archive your opponent stuff like scoop up and, uh, zookeeper, things like that. It would be super good, but anyway, it's, it's fine. Okay. Tremble, also pretty bad here. It's a three-power mutant that says each mutant creature gains, gains skirmish. Uh, Mars, of course, has, like, no mutants whatsoever. There's not mutants in these other houses. Uh, Unfathomable also doesn't have a lot of... I don't think they have any mutants. Shadows has some mutants, but I don't think we get any. So <laughs> this ends up giving itself and any enemy mutant skirmish, which is a little sad. But it's funny. Um, okay, then we have Nyon Outpost. This is pretty cool. I mentioned in a previous video one of these outposts, so 
this is an artifact, it's a location, and all the artifacts have an effect like action, put a friendly creature on the bottom of its owner's deck, if you do, comma. And then what's different is what happens after the if you do. In this case, it's make two token creatures. That's pretty nice. And even though, you know, my token creatures are these grunts, uh, it, it, it felt good. Nizic Resonator, two power Martian soldier with one armor. Uh, and this actually has the Winds of Exchange icon. I think that any, well, I haven't seen this in Winds of Exchange, but clearly it is back. And uh, yeah, so there it is. Um, my impression is that uh, cards that are in Winds of Exchange get that as their icon. Um, and cards that are from older sets, it's a, it seems a little hard to predict what they're going to get on them. Um, if they're from multiple sets. If they're from one set, they'll get that icon. But if they're from multiple sets, it seems a little random. And I actually... So a couple theories I've heard. One is it randomly picks. Um, so someone suggested it picks the most recent, but it clearly can't be that. Someone I originally would have thought it would have picked the, the first set where that card showed up. But it clearly can't be that. So... I kind of suspect it's either random or that on a per card basis they entered it in and they meant to put the first and in some cases they messed up or maybe they just randomized it then. Anyway, I don't know. But Nizic Resonator is in Winds of Exchange. That's pretty cool. So uh, it's two power Martian soldier with one armor and it says for each neighbor it has, your opponent's keys cost plus two. That is a good card. Then we have Ether Spider. Seven power beast. It deals no damage when fighting. And each amber that would be added to your opponent's pool is captured by Ether Spider instead. That's that's very good. Um, obviously, they're going to try to kill it. It doesn't do damage back, so they have a good chance at making progress there. But um, in the meantime, it is slowing them down, making them deal with it. All right, last Mars card here, Destructive Analysis. I think this is an AOA card, but it's back in Winds of Exchange. That's cool. So this is an action with an amber, and it says, play deal two damage to a creature. You may purge any number of cards from your archives, deal an additional two damage to the same creature for each card purged this way. So it keeps the damage on one creature, uh, but you can do a lot of damage. One interesting thing here... Um, all the Mars cards that purge opponent's cards say that when that card uh, would leave your archives, it goes to your opponent's hand instead, um, instead of wherever it would go. And so um, if you try to purge an opponent's card, it actually goes to their hand instead of getting purged. And so then when you're saying for each card purge this way, it doesn't count because it was not purged. It went to your opponent's hand. So... Uh, while it would be super cool if you could purge your opponent's cards from your archives with destructive analysis, in fact, you cannot. Okay. Uh, Gongoozle is an action with an amber. Uh, this is Maverick Din from Dis into Shadows. And it says, play, deal three damage to a creature. If it is not destroyed, its owner discards a random card from their hand that's pretty nice and actually pretty thematic in shadows like this could be a shadows card except for the art 
Mesa's Asp is a three power. Uh, I mean, sorry, just back. It fits so well with like it has a. If it's not destroyed, like look over there, it has discard like subtle mall and uh, subtle auto and so many other subtle chain. Um, and it has deal three damage, like again, a lot of shadows cards. So really could be a shadows card, but it's not. It's from Dis. Okay, Mesa's Ash, three power beast with skirmish and poison. Then we have two copies of Nexus, and this is uh, another example where, or this is an example where I'll point out randomness is spiky. We got three Nexuses. One of them is in Mars. That's so weird and kind of cool. Um, I encountered another deck this weekend uh, that I, I won't say exactly what it is right now because maybe I'll mention it in the future. But it had three copies of a rare, and one of them was a Maverick. And that was super cool to see. So we got two Nexuses, two more in Shadows, where they belong. Then we have Ring of Invisibility. It's an upgrade with an Amber, and it says this creature gains Elusive and Skirmish. Uh, interesting. Not good with any of the creatures we've seen so far, but it's fun. Uh, and we have two copies of that. This second one has a Capture icon. Then we have Bone Rot Venom. It's an upgrade with an Amber. After this creature is used, deal two damage to it. We have Hit and Run. It's an action that says play, deal two damage to a creature. Return a friendly creature to your hand. Uh, the only creatures we have in Shadows are like Nexus. I don't think we actually want to return a lot of these things to our hand, but maybe a token uh, you could return to your hand. That's actually pretty interesting. Like if Into the Night is a token... You play hit and run, hit, hit an opponent's creature, or even this, then return this to your hand, and then you can play hit and run. That's kind of cool. So uh, anyway, into, or play into the night. So into the night is an action. It says play until the start of your next turn. Non-shadows creatures cannot fight. Very interesting. I think it could use an amber pip. I don't think it's actually that strong, but it is interesting. Then we have opportunist. It's an upgrade with an amber, and it gives a creature elusive. Uh, and when you play it, this creature captures one from its opponent. And we have two copies of that. The second one has a capture. Kind of interesting here, just again, on that concept of randomness is spiky. We have two two of upgrades in shadows. T actually, a lot of upgrades in shadows. Uh, I think five total, which is a little weird. That's not normal for shadows to have five upgrades. So, um... Yeah, because we have the Bone Rot Venom as well. Oh, no, and a Mole, so I think that's six. Um, oh, that's coming, sorry. Uh -huh. Anyway, six upgrades, that's kind of weird. And uh, two two of upgrades, each of which have one normal and one with a capture enhancement. Uh, we have two Nexuses and Shadows, but also one in Mars. And there's something else coming up that I'm just... It's kind of bonkers. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't think anything weird was going on, except this is what randomness does. It spikes. Um, it clumps together and um, very strange. So, anyway, that's opportunist. Then we have Mole, which is an upgrade with an Amber that says this creature gains. Your opponent may spend Amber on this creature as if it were in your pool. Uh, great Saurian hate, especially. Sometimes good hate for Sanctum as well. Okay, so remember randomness is spiky. We have drawn down here. If you know what that means, it means we're also going to get a uh, 
couple more cards. We're going to get Dark Discovery and Delve Deep. So, um, and they're, they're a three-card combo. It's ideal if you can play all three out of your hand together um, because the goal is with Drawn Down and Delve Deep, you each of those lets you put a card on the bottom of your opponent's deck and then with dark discovery you name two cards discard the bottom two cards of your opponent's deck and if you name them correctly you forge a key at no cost and purge dark discovery so if uh if we land this we do it and the opponent doesn't do anything about it doesn't shuffle their deck or something then we will end up you know setting ourselves up for for that uh later so but here's the crazy part we've got two drawn down we've got two dive deeps it's dive deep not delve deep we got two dive deeps so draw and uh so drawn down says play is an action that says play look at the top three cards of your opponent's deck discard one put one on the bottom of their deck and put one on on top of their deck so discard one put one on bottom put one on top by the way i got totally burned by this um in my alliance uh in my alliance bracket at keyforge celebration i played justin from uh tabletop royale and he i i got an unlucky early martian generosity for four cards um and he almost immediately played a forgive or forget and purged it uh and then and then he used drawn down to knock the other martian generosity from my deck off the top into my discard and then the turn after that purged it so uh he got super value out of this card then we have uh dive deep and what dive deep does is you discard the top card of your opponent's deck you put a creature that shares a house with that card on the bottom of the owner's deck. So if you do these on the same turn, um, you can actually decide what card is on the top of your opponent's deck. So you can hopefully have it match a creature that you're excited about getting off the board. And you put that creature on the bottom of their deck. So if you do these in order, drawn down, let you put a card on the bottom, a card on the top, and discard. Dive deep has you discard and then put a card on the bottom. So now you've put two cards on the bottom and you go into Dark Discovery. So this is an action with an amber that says play, name two cards, discard the bottom two cards of your opponent's deck. If they are the named cards, you purge Dark Discovery and forge a key at no cost. That's great. Um, and yeah, there are two of those too. So that is pretty crazy. This is a, a rare combo where you get, um, you get drawn down at rare and you automatically include these other two cards uh dive deep and dark discovery and um there are on decks of keyforge it shows there are like 33 decks in the world in dark tidings i guess that have this combo so there will be more um but it's way more likely that that weird things like this will happen in uh in unchained so I'm thankful that I got one of these, and I'm excited to play it and try to get value out of it. Um, it turns out there's probably not enough support in the other houses to make it really, really great, but it's still a fun and interesting concept, so I love that. Um, okay, a few more cards to review here, or to go through. We have Cup of Water. This is an action with an amber that says stun each cyborg creature and each robot creature. 
Um, and this looks like it is not in Winds of Exchange. It's only in Dark Tidings. But this actually could be good against Mars, but I guess they decided not to include it. That's a rare. Then we have Deep Priest Glebe, who's a five power Aquan that says, after you play an enemy creature, exhaust an enemy creature. Um, that's a really nice effect, and it does trigger on itself. We, I uh, was playing with a friend, and we actually called a judge over to rule because we weren't sure. Um, but yeah, it does actually exhaust the creature from from itself being played um, because of the way that timing works. And then we have Brain Drain. This is an action with an amber that says, play, look at your opponent's hand, choose a card from it, and put it on top of their deck. Um, that also seems really good with the Dark Discovery setup because you have even a little more control potentially on a turn over what, go, in this case, what goes on top of their deck. Then we have Guilt Spine Netcaster. It's a two-power Aquan uh, that enhances two capture icons. And it's a, that's the ones that showed up on those Shadows upgrades. And it says, After Reap, Exhaust a Creature. Then we have Plunder. This is a new card in... Winds of Exchange, it's an action with an amber that says play, reveal a random unrevealed card from your opponent's hand. Then you may either repeat this effect or your opponent discards the, the last revealed card. So this is a little difficult to understand right off the bat, but if you think about it, it's not too bad. If I have a hand with six cards, you randomly pick one. And, uh, and you look at it, you decide, uh, no, I don't want to discard that one. So that one stays and uh, stays revealed. And now you're going to randomly pick one of these other cards. And now you're going to say, mm, do I want to discard it or not? If you do discard it, we stop. You never see those other four cards. But if you don't discard it, now we're going to get one more. Uh, and if you don't discard that, we'll get one more until you finally end up you know, with only one card. So if you want, you can use it to have your opponent effectively reveal their whole hand and then discard their last card. But um, really what the point is, is you get to keep revealing cards. And when you find one that you think, no, that's probably the best one to discard, you go ahead and do it. That's that's quite strong. If you have, if your opponent has like one or two cards that you are really worried about, you probably wait until you see one of those and if you don't then you just have them discard the sixth card but um but under normal circumstances you just if you see something good you go ahead and stop there and, and discard it you importantly you can't like go back and discard something you saw earlier you can only discard the most recently revealed one okay last last card Sybil Waymare. This is one I thought was pretty interesting. It's a five power Aquan. At the start of your opponent's turn, that player discards the top card of their deck and exhausts each creature in that card's house. That can be super strong. If you get lucky, it can completely ruin their turn. I think I had two or three turns where opponents discarded, exhausted stuff, and then said, oh, I guess I'm changing my house choice then. Um, and it was casual, so I let them, but, uh, what was happening is people would call a house and then I'd be like, oh wait, you have to discard a card, uh, cause it's easy to forget that. Then they discard, it would be the house they called and then they'd say, oh wait, no, I'll do something else. So anyway, it's a, it seems like a fun control card. seems like there are a lot of fun control cards in Unfathomable this set, uh, probably even more than the last time around. So, all right, that was the Senor of... Uh, of Austenhenge. Let's see, did I cover, I, I talked about randomness of Spikey, I talked about 
the deck. I think I covered everything I wanted. Um, this was super fun. Uh, I really like the whole, just the whole Unchained thing is so cool, and I'm very thankful that uh, we that we get to do it. Um, all right, that's it. Hope you enjoyed it, and you get out there and forge some keys.